Welcome to PHT in the Morning with your host, Pastor David Miller from the Pentecostal Holiness Tabernacle in Cincinnati, Ohio. Good morning and welcome to another episode of PHT in the Morning. I am Pastor David Miller and I will be your host today. And uh, we've been talking about faith for a few weeks now and different things in Hebrews 11. And we're going to kind of go uh, off the norm, but we're still talking about faith. But we're going to, we have a couple guests with us here today, uh, Brother Nathan and Sister Carrie Embry. And uh, uh, Sister Carrie is actually my niece. And uh, they're great, uh, great people, great workers in the church I pastor. And Brother Nathan's a great preacher. And so we're going to be talking about faith and, and actually about what faith not only can do, but what faith has done. In previous weeks, we've talked to you about uh, all the things there uh, mentioned in Hebrews 11, uh, different examples of faith like Abel and Enoch and Noah and Abraham and Moses and, and all of those. But today we have a, a, uh, a situation here, and I'm going to call it a miracle, what it is, that has occurred. And this didn't happen hundreds of years ago. This has happened a couple of weeks ago, actually. So I'm just thrilled to have uh, Brother Nathan and Sister Carrie. I do want to give you this verse, and then we're going to discuss uh, the turn of events that took place. And this has kind of been the theme in Hebrews 11 and 1. Now faith is the substance of things hoped for and the evidence of things not seen. So we may not see them right now, but if we just have faith and believe God, we will see the substance and the evidence shortly. All right. Um, We're going to just uh, talk back and forth here with Brother Carrie and her sister Carrie, excuse me, and Brother Nathan. And uh, that brought a laugh from them. And uh, so anyhow, <clears throat> we're going to talk to them about this uh, a turn of events that's happened in their lives in just the last few weeks. So I can't remember exactly uh, uh, the exact day or how many weeks, but I do know this, that we got a, got a phone call about Sister Carrie that it went in to the hospital for she's having severe headaches and having a lot of trouble. And uh, when she got in there, they found out that she'd had a brain aneurysm. So brother Nathan, would you mind telling me exactly uh, initially what happened? Sure. Uh, Bishop Miller, it's good to be with you today and uh, thankful for the power of God and what he has done for us. Yes. On, on March 24th, I was working at home in a coronavirus situation that we've all been living through at this time. I uh, was able to work from home during that period. And Carrie had been down in the basement where I had a temporary office set up. And we had spoke and she had just went upstairs and was going to uh, do a few things in, the, in the, our home. And I received a text message from her just a few moments after she went up the steps and she said, please hurry upstairs. I have a sudden bad headache. 
So I remember going upstairs and uh, went into our bedroom and she was already laying on the bed and she said, uh, a migraine has hit me uh, just, just, you know, real sudden. And uh, Sister Carrie, my wife had had migraines before, uh, so it wasn't totally unexpected. And uh, so went to get her uh, some medication and, and uh, just help, help her get comfortable and uh, turning out the lights and get her a cold rag so she could endure the headache. And in the past, she'd had the migraine and it would, after a few hours, it passed and, and she would be okay. And uh, I remember we prayed and asked God to help her. And, uh, and then I just closed the door and tried to let her rest. And, uh, but it, for days, uh, this migraine lingered. It, it, it subsided some and then it would come back and subside some, some more. And then uh, it just seems like it just wouldn't go away. And finally, we uh, spoke with a doctor two, two separate times. We called the doctor's office and they had said to increase some blood pressure medicine. And, Finally, they said you, you need to go to the emergency room. Now, how long, how long, brother Nathan, was it after she first had the the real episode with the real bad headaches and had to go to bed? How many days was it until she went to the hospital? It was five days. Five days, five full days. Five full days. Yeah. Okay, and then you took her to the hospital. Go ahead. Took her to a local emergency room where her uh, primary care physician told us to go. And um, of course, I had to just pull her up to the door. I couldn't even go in, and um, so I, I was thinking that probably her blood pressure was just out of control and contributing to the headaches. I never imagined the diagnosis that was about to take place. And uh, the phone rang, and I was sitting, actually walking in the parking lot there of the emergency room, and uh, a doctor was on the phone, and she said, uh, "Is this Nathan Embry?" I said, "It is." She said. Uh, We've got Carrie in here. She said, we've done a CAT scan, and your wife has an aneurysm, and she has blood on her brain. My. And that was pretty devastating news, I'm sure. Very devastating. And and after that, and, and here's the sad thing, if I'm correct here, you wasn't even able to go into the hospital with her. I, I was not. They uh, informed me that they were calling for an emergency medical transport, and they were going to take her from that local just a small emergency room doctor's office where they didn't have uh, you know any of the things that she would need to do any form of official procedure and uh, said they were already sending the scans over to a neurosurgeon at uh, Good Samaritan Hospital in Cincinnati Ohio and they were already reviewing those images and that they were going to take her so uh, I actually went around where the I knew the ambulance would pull up just so I would be able to see her as they transported her uh you know out into the, the ambulance yes i'll tell you this this was devastating news to i know to him and to all of his family and and uh i don't want to put words in his mouth but uh, i just want to ask you here i'm not saying was you never uh, uh worried a little bit but at any point did you ever doubt or believe that God could not or would not move in this situation? I I want to say that I believed God would move. Yes. The devil fought me. Yes. Thought after thought after thought uh, to the point I had to just learn to rebuke those thoughts in the name of Jesus. Satan would come and say, wow, this is bad or this is going to happen or this is going to be the outcome. And uh, when, when that happened that day, I did the only 
real thing I could do and I knew to do. I just began to pray. Yes. I was walking in that parking lot and just began to cry out to God. And then I began to dial uh, you, Brother Miller, and, and, and all, any preacher or any friend, uh, Christian friend that I could think of to call and say, I, I need God and I need Him now. And have everyone begin to pray. Yes. So no doubt there was, am I correct saying there was fear there? There was fear. And I think that's a natural emotion. i got a little quote here that I want to give. I read this about a month ago, and I thought that would be good to tell it here. I Actually, I kept this here in my notes, thinking there would come an episode where I could use it. I think this is a good place for it. This is a quote that someone had made and said this. It said, I will fear nothing because nothing is greater than God. And if nothing is greater than God, why should I fear? I thought that was a great quote. And of course, there's many, many, many scriptures we could go to and tell where the Bible talks about, you know, not having a spirit of fear and so on. So I know the fear was there, but uh, uh, I don't think doubt was ever there. Uh, No, there's no question you thought when. How? But I believe in in the many conversations we had that you always knew God could and believed that He ultimately would. I I agree with that. Sometimes it was hard, uh, but I knew God was going to move. Uh, There was just an assurance in my heart, and most of all, it was anchored not just in what I felt, but what His Word said. I love that. I love that, what Brother Embry just said. Not just in his emotions, but what the Word of God said. And that's what we've been trying to tell you for these last several weeks here. Uh, we're, not, we're not talking about faith as something that's just out there that we just think is real or, or anything like that. It's God's Word. Right. It is the Bible. And so uh, you had that faith in God. I know you did. We had many conversations and I, I uh, asked him before the interview, was there anything he would not want me to say about our conversations? And and I remember one time uh, you called me up in, in real late in the night, like which I didn't care, <laughs> 2, 3 in the morning or something like that. And uh, you just said, uh, I'm sorry to bother you at this late hour. I remember your words. You said, can you please just tell me some miracle, any miracle, Tell me a miracle. Tell me some good scripture or just tell me something good that I can hold on to. I wish I could remember uh, what I told you exactly. Do you remember any of them? I I, I honestly don't at this moment. I can't remember either. But I know we we shared uh, uh, different scriptures and and, uh, different things that God had done and God had uh, miracles God had performed in His Word. Now, by the way, if you're listening to this podcast, wherever you are, wherever state, wherever even country that you're listening, we do believe in miracles. Right. And we do believe in God's power. And we believe in faith. We believe that. So, Brother Nathan, even though there was times there of fear and even uh, little bitty glimpses of doubt, I believe he always had faith and kept trusting God and believing God. And 
look, this it didn't look good at the start. I mean, she had an aneurysm and and had to have uh, had to have surgery. Is that right? Cor- correct. The uh, they I thought they were going to do surgery based on the way the uh, physician I was speaking to was was telling me that uh, they would try to do something immediately. So they transferred her to the hospital, uh, took her straight in. Uh, of course, I begged them to let me in there. They wouldn't let me in there. And uh, so I just had to sit and, and wait. And uh, so I received a, a call from a neurologist uh, and the surgeon, and he, he told me that uh, he, he believed that the bleeding had actually stopped Yes. No longer actively bleeding on the brain, and uh, that they had to get her blood pressure under control, and that they would uh, do surgery the following morning. That that would be on Monday morning, the thirtieth, and um, that uh, there was an emergency surgery that came up and bumped Carrie's schedule. She actually went into surgery Monday uh, late after late afternoon or early evening. Uh, I believe it was around five thirty or six o'clock. They took her down. Uh, to go in and coil this uh, aneurysm that uh, was just right at the base of her, her brain there. And uh, I received a call from the physician after, uh, the neurosurgeon after the procedure, and he said everything went great and everything looked really good uh, at that point. And then uh, one of the brothers from church was with me, and we were in the parking lot, and we'd been walking and praying and talking, and he was encouraging me. and. Uh, I told him, you know, at that point I was going to try to go home and rest since I got the good news and I was just going to call and just speak to the nurse real quick before yeah. I left the, the parking lot of the hospital. And when I did, I called the nurse and said, well, we do have a problem. Your wife is not responding like we would expect her to. And uh, I said, what does that mean? And she said, well, she's, she's not responding properly. I said, well, how is she responding? She says, well, she'll open her eyes. And that was it. And uh, she said the surgeons were in the room, and they were rushing her back uh, into imaging to take a, another CAT scan, and uh, uh, it, it was a very, very scary time. Yes, I know it was. Now, uh after after this and after the surgery, uh, I did she have a second uh, procedure? Well, he went. Uh, the surgeon was. Uh, all the doctors were so puzzled. It, you know, what made it so fearful uh, from a man's perspective is that when these physicians were talking to me, there was no certainties. It was very clear they did not know what had happened. They did not know what was going on, and you could hear the hesitation in their voice on what had just occurred that they they were totally puzzled and so they actually went back in uh, with the angiogram and reviewed the procedure and uh, trying to find out what had taken place uh, to my wife that she was no longer responding as as she should and they couldn't find anything everything looked as it should be uh, at that point in time and then after this things instead of getting better Actually, got worse, and and uh, uh, if I'm correct, well, I'll just I'll let you tell in your words. Uh, she she had uh, more than one stroke after the initial 
brain aneurysm. Now, I want you to know this, this young lady I'm talking about is only 41 years old. She's just a young lady with three small children and a husband. And she's a caregiver for her uh, grandmother who's in her 90s. And she works a lot in our church with uh, helping hands and so on to provide meals for people that don't have food. She's a hard worker. So after that, though, tell us, we've got about three more minutes. Tell us about the, the stroke and, and, or strokes. Well, they were so puzzled in trying to figure out what had taken place, they went and did some MRIs uh, on Carrie's brain, and uh, they even put a, a brainwave machine on, on Carrie, and they wanted uh, trying to determine if maybe her brain was having seizures. And, uh, and they called me uh, the, the next day, and they said, well, you know, based on the MRI, it looked like your wife has had uh, a series of small strokes. Uh, that maybe had been a complication to the, the original procedure that we did uh, yesterday. And, but they said none of these uh, strokes that we see on the images, we don't feel that they really explain uh, the lack of response that your wife is giving us. Uh, we, we don't understand uh, what's occurring. They gave a couple scenarios that they thought it might be, but uh, you know we're talking premier doctors, we're talking Mayo Clinic level uh, neurosurgeons, Yes, really had no answer for what had just occurred. Yes. So this is, this is a great tragedy, and uh, I know I'm not going to get this on this episode today, but I'm going to ask a question here. Uh, Sister Carrie, I wanted to hear your voice. Is that you? It is. Okay. So uh, here's what I want to do. Uh, this is too good to finish here. And I would like for everyone to please uh, tune in to our next episode. We're not going to leave you right here because God done a great miracle in Sister Carrie's life. He did. And we've told you about the tragedy. But on our next episode, we're going to tell you about the miracles that God has performed for them. And God is a great God. He's a powerful God. And I'm sitting here looking at this couple right now, and it's just unbelievable uh, to men what God has done. So I'm going to ask this question here. If, would, you, would you be able, Brother Nathan and you, Sister Carrie, uh, to come back and do the next episode with me? Yes. Absolutely. You can? Okay. So they're going to be with us in our very next episode. And we, we heard about the tragedy, but now we're going to hear about the miracle. Uh, in the very next episode. So please stay tuned. And I want you to know, folks, that faith does work. And I'll quote it again. Now faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. Hebrews 11 and verse 1. Thank God for that great promise of faith. Well, we've enjoyed this today and can't wait to have them back with us on the next episode. This is Pastor David Miller, and I just want you I just want you to know that we love you and glad you tuned in, and we hope you have the, a great rest of your day. God bless you. Mm-hmm.